Welcome to Small Biz Brainiac, providing employer intelligence that helps you navigate the regulatory landscape and keep you on course running the business you love. Here's your host, Thomas Rock Lindsay. Hey, everybody. Welcome to episode 132. This is OSHA Claim Reporting Retaliation and Post-Accident Drug Testing Rules Part 1. My name is Thomas Rock Lindsay, and this is the podcast that delivers employer intelligence two days each week in a short 7-10 to 10 minute episode. My co-host, Robert Attridge, delivers the Thursday show, and I deliver the Tuesday show. Now, effective January 1st, 2017, OSHA's new record-keeping rule took effect, and there were two main parts to the rule. I told you about the recording and reporting part in episode 89 on December 6, 2016, but I didn't cover the claim reporting retaliation and post-accident drug testing aspects of it. So, that's what we'll learn about today on this episode of Small Biz Brainiac. So, one of the goals of OSHA's record-keeping rule is to improve the completeness and the accuracy of your claim data. And OSHA says that when workers are discouraged from reporting work-related injuries and illnesses, then the information is incomplete and inaccurate. So they've added three provisions to the record-keeping rule, which they hope will accomplish this goal. So remember on episode 130 when I went on a little bit of a rant about the many ways that new laws are created? Well, this is a great example. The record-keeping rule adds new requirements and punishments to an existing rule, which is part of an existing law, thereby expanding the law, which is the same thing as creating new laws. Well, here are the three provisions. Now, the first one wants to make sure that your claim reporting procedures are reasonable so they don't deter or discourage your employee from reporting a work-related illness or injury. And the second one forces you to let your employees know that they have a right to report a claim without you taking any sort of negative action against them. In other words, retaliation. And then the third provision actually prevents you from retaliating against your employee for reporting a claim. So even before the new record-keeping rule was implemented, you were required to have reasonable claim reporting procedures. And now the procedure is not reasonable if it would deter or discourage a reasonable employee from actually reporting a claim. How's that for clear? The rule doesn't actually identify specific procedures that are reasonable or unreasonable. Rather, they just give you some things to think about, like does your procedure take into consideration claims that have built up over time? So, for example, an employee twists their ankle but doesn't realize that it's sprained until the next day. If your procedure requires immediate reporting, then you're in violation of the new provision. So I guess OSHA is saying that the employee might lie about when the claim happened so they don't get in trouble for not immediately reporting it. Now, another example of a violation is if you made reporting a claim so hard or so complicated that a reasonable employee would be discouraged uh, because, say, you, you make them travel a significant distance to report the claim, or they have to report it uh, multiple times to different levels of management. So we have what's 
a reasonable procedure, what's a reasonable employee think, and what's a significant distance. But don't worry, uh, these things will become more clear as they get litigated. Uh, The second provision requires you to make your employees aware of the fact that they have a right to report the claim without retaliation. And you can comply with that provision by either posting the current version of the OSHA poster or by sending your employees an email or a letter. The OSHA poster says, quote, all workers have the right to raise a safety or health concern with your employer or OSHA or report a work-related injury or illness without being retaliated against, end quote. Uh, So that new rule is pretty straightforward. Now, the third provision is another situation where there's a rule that already exists, but it's being expanded. The previous rule specifically prohibits you from retaliating against your employer for reporting a claim, but OSHA supposedly learned some new facts during the comment period for the record-keeping rule, which has caused them some concerns, and so they threw in this new provision uh, to, to deal with that. Again, you already can't fire someone or discriminate against them for reporting a fatality, an illness, or an injury. But OSHA can't do anything about it if you do, unless an employee files a complaint within 30 days of the retaliation. Now, however, with this new rule or this new provision, if OSHA finds evidence that an employee has been retaliated against, then they're able to cite you even if the employee doesn't file a complaint. And they call this new power a important new tool to ensure that employers maintain accurate records because now they can protect workers where those workers won't speak for themselves. And there you go. That's the real change that uh, I think OSHA was looking for. So what's an adverse action? Well, we don't know for sure. There's nothing specific in the rules, just some examples to hopefully help you out. After all, it's important, right, that OSHA leave certain things undefined, open-ended, so that they can unilaterally decide later if you did something retaliatory or not. But we're out of time on this episode, so we'll have to get into those details on next Tuesday's show. Are you concerned about your employer liability? Well, you should be. And one way to deal with that is to head on over to smallbizbrainiac.com and get your free report, The Eight Steps to Lowering Your Employer Liability. And if you have any questions about that or any other employer-related issue, don't hesitate to ask. You can do that from the uh, website's homepage as well. Well, that's a wrap. Thanks for listening and have a great day. Thanks for listening to Small Biz Brainiac. To get your questions answered by Thomas directly, visit smallbizbrainiac.com. And for more employer intelligence, be sure to join us again here on Small Biz Brainiac.